Hello, 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 social media. Hope everybody's doing good today. <laughs> so we're a little bit behind the scenes uh, here at Lunchbox with Joe today at Current FM. And so, yeah, so we get ready. And we got another, another three minutes until we'll be on live. Uh, so if you are viewing for the first time, let me know where you are viewing from. Give me your height, your favorite cookie, what you're having for lunch, and the location you're viewing. So good to have you guys tuning in today. Let me get this thing settled there. Raise this thing up a little bit. Let's see if we can move it up a little bit. There we go. There we go. We're tuning in. Sorry, we're bouncing around a little bit there. So, but, uh, so it's a new month. It's October. If you haven't already, go ahead and text the word lunchbox to 757 276 7030 so you can get in to win um, or a chance to win a free lunch. So, Reagan won it last month, so we'll see who wins it this month. And so, uh, Reagan, apparently, I'm going to owe you, if you're viewing today, I'm going to owe you some, um, some, uh, some Oreo cookies. <laughs> Arrive, 510 Macadamia Nut. Lunch you don't know yet. All right. Where are you, where are you viewing from, Bobby? You out in Smithfield or you in P-Town? <laughs> I don't know why I'm yelling at the vi videos. <laughs> oh, man. But it's going to be a great day. So, All right. Smithfield representing. How's Granddad doing? Is he okay this morning? Doing better? Hope he's doing good. Get back up, you know you have to make my hand, and get back up, and get back up. All right, got about a minute and a half. Proving every day, that's what we love to see, Bobby. It's good to see you yesterday. Hopefully you got your hat and you feel a lot better. <laughs> yes. All right. Try some new uh, jokes today, so we'll see what goes down. So again, if you're viewing for the first time, give me your height, your favorite cookie, the location you're viewing, and what you're having for lunch. Bobby don't know what he's having for lunch yet. <laughs> see, it's only mercy. Yes. We've got a little king for country, a little Matthew West going on today. With about 40 seconds, we'll be jumping right on in. We've got some good stuff today. So we're going to be talking about some amazing things that happened this past week, some amazing things that happened this morning, and then things are going to be coming up this week. And so it's just going to be a great, great month. It's been an amazing past week. And so, yeah, well, about 40 minutes. we got to do an introduction. So let's see. What? All right, we'll hit it right on. Well, I did some good cues this morning. We'll be right on. <laughs> yes. Let's bring some hope alive today to those that might need to hear it, guys. Ah, yes. So today is Wednesday. It is Lunchbox with Joe time. I'm ecstatic to be here every single Wednesday. And so here's a beautiful part about today. There's somebody out there that is going to need to hear what God is going to be saying today. And I'm glad you were tuning in because I get to share that with you. So that brings me hope and that brings me joy. And uh, what I want to be able to do every single Wednesday 
with this time of Lunchbox with Joe where you're tuning in for your lunchtime. Um, it's just to bring a little bit of life, a little bring, bring a little bit of a community, let you know what's going on, and then be a positive impact. How can we be a positive impact for our community? Because, man, do we need it today and every day. But I'm just glad that I get this opportunity to be able to share with you today, to be able to enter into your time. You guys have invited me in, and I appreciate that and I'm very thankful for that. Um, you may be tuning in via iHeartRadio. You may be tuning in via the old dial at 88.597.7137 or 103.9. Or you could be tuning in via Facebook uh, live on uh, Mercy Drops Dream Center's Facebook page. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. So um, this past week was absolutely amazing. Um, I want to give some props to Andrew and Crystal. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry, Crystal. I, I just... I gotta put the towel on the end. Uh, Marshall from Nomad Earth Designs last week coming in and just just sharing with us their heart, their passion, um, what God is doing in their life, and what He is doing in and through their family, and just making a huge difference here in the Hampton Roads area. And so uh, I just love their story about how they were going forward, didn't really know what was going on. They made they said, "Hey, we're gonna go all in. We're gonna do this for Jesus." and what happens they use their creativity all their tasks everything that they've been given by God and they have been doing creative things and blessing many people in this area creating homes for people creating shower trailers for us to be able to bless other people in our community so just amazing things so make sure that you check out Andrew and Crystal Marshall from uh, Nomad Earth Designs check out their marketing um, that they have just a lot of things that they offer to the community and just being able to mentor uh, younger uh, younger individuals into the creative arts is absolutely amazing and I love to watch them so you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook but check them out um, I definitely want to give a shout out to this past week um, and again to uh, Jolliffe United Methodist Church uh, you guys came out and served with us and had your first serve day with us so I want to say a huge shout out to you guys not only did you guys come and serve uh, we were able to give you a tour but then at the end of the time when we mentioned hey we're about to do a pack party you guys stepped in and said hey how can we help and went and got some Ziploc bags and went and got some nabs uh, you guys went over and beyond and so thank you thank you thank you um, and not only did you help us that day but you prepped us for Monday um, which was our uh, annual uh, serve day or impact day now um, that we partner with OVM Financial they are one of our corporate sponsors and um, and so we're glad to be able to partner with them and so um, each year we get together with them once a year to be able to serve and give back to our community and we were able to have a little pack party at um, OVM headquarters but then we are also to be able to we had that in the first part of the morning had lunch and then in the afternoon we were able to um, do some creative arts uh, sign some cards write some cards for our residents at one of our adopt-a-block sites, Emily Green Shores Assisted Living. And so they were able to write many cards to bless those individuals. Um, but then we also painted some pots uh, to be able to put some uh, flowers in and to be able to give these individuals uh, at their rooms. And so just a little bit of a touch to give back to them. And so OVM and Jolliffe United Methodist Church, appreciate both of you stepping up and stepping out. Um, if you're out there and you have a business and you guys want to be able to serve, uh, have a serve day opportunity with Mercy Drops Dream Center, uh, shoot me an email at joe at mercydrops.life or shoot us an email at stm at mercydrops.life uh, to be able to get you hooked up, get you all the information you need for that. So you, your church can come out, your organization, your business can actually come out 
and serve the community and that's a great team building exercise for everybody to get to know each other outside of work and so uh, just was a fantastic time to be able to have both of those teams in but here's the thing this weekend it was almost like a, another milestone for us so we were having uh, these two opportunities with these two organizations but at the same time we were still doing our outreaches and our uh, adopt the blocks that we have on Saturday um, at the same time we went out and did our first huge event um, and so thank you to our outreach coordinator Wade Wiggins uh, set us up with uh, we got involved with the Suffolk peanut festival you never been there you got a lot of peanuts okay and very good peanuts so um, by the way good to have you watching today Linda I hope you're feeling good and uh, good to have you on today so when Linda's watching from uh, home on our Facebook Messenger and or Facebook Live so uh, but yeah Suffolk Peanut Festival was absolutely amazing we went in there set up for uh, Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday absolutely amazing I had fun battling with the wind but getting to know people in the rain and just absolutely amazing time to get out there in the public and let people know what we're doing but also to know that there's there are needs in the Suffolk area and growing but we were able to make a lot of good connections and just have a good time out there meeting people and letting them know what we do and so that was pretty cool um, and to be able to do that and so if you've never been to the Suffolk Peanut Festival get ready for next year all right <laughs> and so I think um, they had like a, a, a what is it uh, a derby um, oh man I think a car, I, you would say a, a car derby, but I'm, I'm missing it out. A, a demolition derby. There we go. <laughs> and uh, so they, we heard that and Wade was like, hey, we that's uh, some fun stuff going on. I was like, we need to have a car in that next year. So I used to actually do that with my dad. Um, we used to race race cars down at Dixieland Speedway. And my dad had, has participated in these demolition derbies before. And that's kind of what got us, my family, into racing um, was demolition derby. And then from there, we got into racing. So... Um, that's the side part that most people don't know, uh, but absolutely love racing on the dirt track. And so it'd be nice to be able to put a car out. So we're thinking about doing that next year, and so that'll be sweet. And so that was with the Suffolk Peanut Festival. Um, I think last week I missed my dad jokes, and so we're going to make sure we get some good ones in today. Because I don't want you guys missing out, all right? And so for those of you that are tuning in, I want to make sure that you text the word LUNCHBOX to 757 276 7030. So again, text the word lunchbox, lunchbox, one word, to 757 276 7030. And you may be saying, Joe, why am I texting the word lunchbox to this number? Well, see, if you text that word to that number, you will enter in for a chance to win a lunch on me at the end of this month. So we were able to help out and bless Reagan, which she was excited about that. Apparently we're going to have to add on some uh, Oreos to you, Reagan. So if you're out there and you're listening, thank uh, Bill for uh, making sure that we put Oreos in your package. So apparently we're going to have to start giving out Oreos um, every time we give a lunch. So not only are you going to get a lunch, you're going to get Oreos or your favorite cookie. That could be the case. We could do your favorite cookie. So, <laughs> but before we get to the uh, dad jokes, um, I, I, I've been struggling this week for my lunchbox. I, I really don't know what could go in my lunchbox. And I didn't want the same thing. I really didn't want the same thing. But I don't know. Sometimes you just got to go what, what you know best. And I don't know what I had for lunch last week or what I was going on, but... Whenever I have Tuesdays and I have a chance to eat zeros, I think I've already, I think I probably ate this 45 times 
and we've only done the show 40 times. Um, but something about that zero sub, man. I've been eating zero subs since I was 14, and it's just nostalgic. I don't know. It's something that I eat, and it takes me back in time. Uh, and, and honestly, if, if I could just be honest, when I eat my, my sub, it takes me back in time to remember my mom. Uh, my mom's no longer with me. Uh, she's in heaven enjoying that until we get to see each other again. But uh, that was just our time, you know. It was our time to every Tuesday to go get a zero sub. And um, and I shared this before, but it's just the good old memories of walking into the zero sub over in College Park. And I remember the guy, I, I don't remember his name, but the manager, and I shared this before. But it just it's just good stuff, and it brings back good memories. And so I love to, you know, smile and think about that. Um, but it's it's a competition between that and then my old school and I and I can't have this but somebody brought it up in some conversations and if you're familiar and you're from the Indian River area and you live in the Sparrow Road area and you've lived there for more than 10 years you remember a place called Ron's Hot Dogs Ron's Hot Dogs had the best now I know Lulu's is down the road but I I never ventured down to Lulu's because I had Ron's right there on the corner but man you talk about the best foot long hot dog ever and then put the chili on there no beans the cheese and i remember this because this this is a moment when you watch the chili go on the cheese go on and they put it on the bun and then they just put it in the sauna and they just pump it see the smoke come out steam and you're like oh boy that's gonna be delicious okay so in that case sorry zero sub Ron's hot dogs, just one out. So that's what I'd be having for lunch today. I didn't know which one to do, and but my heart and my tummy said go with the foot long sub. So that's what we're doing. So we're the foot long sub. <laughs> so with that said in mind, now I know some of you are hungry now. Let's jump into our dad jokes. All right. So I found a new website, and this is the top 10 contenders. This isn't just the top 10 best jokes. These are the contenders. Uh, speaking of contenders, I don't want to go on a side note, but I won't. So um, this is going to talk about boxing, but that's okay. So we will stay with we'll stay with our dad jokes. Oh, man, because I'll get sidetracked on that. But all right, so here we go. <laughs> Number one, why did the man fall down the well? Because he didn't see that well. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So here's the second one. What did the pirate here? My son would love this. EJ, if you're out there, you listen. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? Ah, matey. <laughs> ah, matey. Yo, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, number three, number three. Someone has glued my pack of cards together. And I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> oh, man, oh. Here we go, here we go, okay. <laughs> what do you call a zombie who cooks stir fries? Dead man walking. Walking? <laughs> Can I say that? Walk, walking. There we go. Dead man walking. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Why did the scarecrow get an award? Because he was outstanding 
in his field. <laughs> it's got a little picture of a scarecrow. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I stood behind a customer at an ATM, and he turned around and said, Could you check my balance? So I pushed him. His balance wasn't that great. I don't know if that's a dad joke. That's something that you shouldn't do in public. I mean, you shouldn't do that in public. Like, like, hey, can you check my balance? Anyways, why would I be checking somebody else's balance? I don't know. Okay, so number seven. These are, we, last final four to see where we're at with it. These are contenders, all right? They didn't say they're the best, but they're contenders. They don't seem too much of contenders. But I was wondering why the Frisbee kept looking bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. <laughs> oh, I guess that hit him right in the forehead. Bunk. <laughs> what did the daddy buffalo say to his son when he left for work? I think this is one of my favorites. Bye, son. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I go that. Okay, here you go. Two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. <laughs> I think we already did that one. That was pretty good. All right. What do you call a blind dinosaur? A do you think he hears us? <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 I am over here laughing. I hope I kind of made you giggle or laugh. And if I did... I hope it brought joy to you. So, if it did, go ahead and make sure you text that word lunchbox to 757-276-7030 so you can enjoy the possibility of winning a free lunch on me. All right? So, we're going to take a break here, enjoy this song, and we'll be back in a moment. Oh... Linda, how are we doing today? What is your favorite cookie, Miss Linda? And what would you be having for lunch today? Here's another one. I have a here's here's one of the dad jokes. It says I have a fear of speed bumps. I'm slowly getting over it. I'm so thankful for dad jokes because I have I have a place I can fit in. I have a place I can fit in. These, this is me, and um, I think officially over the weekend. I don't know, Bobby. You got to fix. You got to help me on this. So we were, we were, <laughs> we were at OVM, and Bobby made a comment of like something, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And I realized I'm getting old. I am officially out of touch and old so um, he made a comment and I was like what what does that mean I don't know if you remember what it was Bobby but if you remember go ahead and put it in there <laughs> so alright for those of you that are tuning in I'm going to be at the Corey Ash Asbury I'm getting it right this time Corey Asbury um concert and so make sure you do I was zinging you and joshing you there you go 
I'm like, what does zinging mean and joshing mean? <laughs> I have no... Oh, here we go. Alright, let's see what concerts are coming up. We got Corey Asbury, 23rd. We have some Mercy Me coming up in November. Danny Gokley, or Goki, is coming in November 24th. I think that was uh, Casting Crowns. I thought there was one for Casting Crowns. That one might have got deleted. Okay, I mean, that's what it's going to be. That's all right. You can joke on me, Bob. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm actually working the Corey, uh, I cannot say it, Asbury. Asbury. What's going on, Mindy? All the way from California. Mercy Drops Dream Center. Dream makers are what makes everything happen every single month. We are looking for individuals with like the lunchbox with joe here on current fm where we are talking about life community and being a positive impact and so what i'm getting excited about is now we get to talk about what's going on in the community <laughs> and so amazing things are going on in the community first things first i need to point out if you have not been to currentfm.com please go there check it out scroll around um, first and foremost what we got coming up <clears throat> first concert is I'm actually going to be at this table helping out with Duke and the gang, Crystal and Duke and his team. And uh, we're going to be there. And that's going to be in Virginia Beach, October 23rd. It is going to be Corey Ash Asbury. Asbury. Corey Asbury. All right, there we go. I jacked it up last time. We, I think we got it this time. He is coming in with a guest, Benjamin Hastings. And that's going to be on October 23rd. Um, also check out the following night on October 24th. If, yeah, if you need to go back to back, you got back to back. It's going to be the Stand in Faith Tour, Danny Goki. Uh, he's going to be at River Oak Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. And then also you have Mercy Me, Inhale, Exhale. They are coming to Norfolk at the Chartway Arena, and it's going to be on November 19th. So that'll be November 19th. So that ought to be three great shows. So make sure you get that checked out. And so that is some of the concerts that are coming to the area. Man, we are excited to have that back. Uh, it is just fantastic. So who needs to get out and go see a concert? I do. I need to be out there. Hey, hey, Mindy, we see you. Thanks for sending some love all the way from California. Good to have you tuning in today. So those are our concerts. I do also want to bring up 
um, an opportunity for those of you that are out there that would like to um, possibly learn a little bit more about uh, going a little bit deeper with urban ministry. Um, me and a good friend of mine, Pastor Bill Brian, who was on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, um, we are both co-leading a class on urban, uh, urban ministry. And so uh, I want to be able to introduce you guys to this. And so um, I am part of Vanguard Bible Institute. And so I'm going to be pulling this up real quick. And basically, uh, starting at the end of this month, they're going to be offering some uh, classes. And so you, if you want to go to vanguardbibleinstitute.org, you can be able to check out all the stuff for that. Um, the courses that they're going to be offering because they have different uh, courses they're going to be offering this fall and so but they're off and one of the beautiful parts that I love about this is they're offering a course preview so you can come in check it out see if you like it or not if you want to continue you can if you don't that's fine you say hey you know what this wasn't for me so I don't know what to do uh, but the beautiful part is I am going to be able to be teaching one so I want you to go ahead and be able to get involved with that and basically what we're going to be doing is just teaching people behind the scenes um, what urban ministry is um, and, and how you can use that to bless our community how we can go out and help our community basically bring what needs to be done in the community we're going to teach you those things I'm going to show you the years that I have out in communities doing relational ministry uh, Pastor Bill's going to bring in his uh, historical background, his knowledge, his wisdom. I mean, he's going to be the one that's absolutely going to be amazing. Um, I'm going to bring in what we've been doing and what, I, what God has been doing in my personal life um, and how we've gotten to where we are. But basically, we're going to be giving you the tools to be able to go out and reach the people in our community that haven't been reached. Um, and to be able to, I mean, give you ideas of how to go out and impact our community. When we talk about being a positive impact, this would be a great course for you to get involved with. Um, and again, you can go to vanguardbibleinstitute.org, check it out, uh, check out the classes that are being offered, and uh, hope to see you. Hope to see you there and get involved. So that's something that's coming up at the end of this month. Go ahead and check that out because they're doing registration right now. So that's another thing in, your, in our community. If you want to learn more about urban ministry, you can come check this out. And again, you can do the course preview and then roll out and check it out and see if you like it. Another thing that I want to bring to you guys' attention um, is a place in Portsmouth. It's called Safety Town. Um, we, I just came from there this morning. We were having an event. Um, they were just thanking all the people and all the partners in the community. Um, but I just want to highlight Safety Town. And just if you've never been there, it's in the city of Portsmouth. And basically what this is, is this is a little town that teaches children about safety. Crosswalk, fire, uh, police station, sheriff teach you all about what a city does stop signs crosswalks um, everything your train tracks all the stuff teaching kids safety uh, because without safety that's not a good thing in our community we want our community to be safe and we need to start teaching our children at young ages and that's what they do and uh, mercy drops dream center part partners up with uh, safety town to make sure that their grounds are looking good if there's anything that they need to be done we adopt we have adopted safety town and at least every five every fifth saturday we go in there and we're helping out um, probably more times than that because they reach out and say hey can you help us out and we'll definitely be there so that's something in our community i want to get out and let you guys check out so that's a beautiful thing um the other thing that's going on uh specifically with mercy drops dream center is christmas in portsmouth 
has launched. October is here. Christmas is Portsmouth has launched. And here's what we're doing this year. We are taking care of 500 children. Yes, you heard it. 500 children. We have three neighborhoods where we can easily take care of 500 children. There's more than 500 children. But what we're going to start with is there's 500 children that we're trying to take care of. We're out there getting the names and numbers right now, and I think we're almost done, um, and we're going to have that. Uh, but once we get those names uh, and information back from the, the children, then we will be reaching out and connecting with you. So if you're an organization and you'd like to adopt a couple kids, take care of a couple kids, if your organization says, hey, we can take on 10, we can take on 25, we'll take 50 students, that would be awesome because this is what we need. We need you, the community, to partner with us to be able to take care of all these children, 500 children. This is what we're looking to do. We're asking each person when you adopt this child to spend $50 on them, okay? Nothing more. We ask that you would just hang out around there um, because we what we don't want to do is somebody spend 100 somebody spend 50 and these two kids, you give them both the gifts and one's like, did I not, was I not good enough? So what we try to do is keep it at one price. For those of you that like to bless kids, get two or three kids make you know bless bless multiple kids and so we're not the only Christmas we're getting we're just trying to come along with them and help make sure that their Christmas is a Christmas and so we're looking for 500 people to help sponsor those 500 children so this is an opportunity for you to get involved and give back at Christmas time so who who does not want a child I mean we all we don't want no children going without Christmas so we want to make sure that these kids get that and so help us go ahead and be able to do that so you have different opportunities we have the concerts we have Vanguard Bible Institute we got Safety Town Christmas in Portsmouth but I also want to give a shout out if you're in the Portsmouth area in this Saturday between roughly 1230 to 3 o'clock if you live around the Vic, Air, Vic Street area uh, the City Park area uh, Adventure Church um, is ha they'll be having their Adopt-A-Block this Saturday, but they're doing Trunk and Treat, Trunk or Treat. Um, I'm actually going to be participating in that because that's in my neck of the neighborhood. And so this is a Adopt-A-Block where I get to go volunteer with, um, help launch it, help train them, and now they run it. And so we just come along and partner with them, but I get to go out and I get to volunteer. I don't have to lead, and so I'm looking forward to that. So me and my son, EJ, will be out there passing out candy. So if you want to come through, bring your family. We'd love to have you. Again, it's Adventure Church in Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, they'll be having, uh, theirs is called a block party. It's our dot the block, but they're going to be having a block party. So that's going to be awesome. So I want to invite you out there. So a couple things that you guys can be doing this week. Um, next week, I'm excited and like always, um, but I'm very ecstatic to have a great friend of mine. His name is Jason Conkle. He oversees an organization called Get Suited. Um, it's basically empowering men to succeed. And the beautiful part about this is in their programs, what they do is they help suit up people, right? And so they serve men who are facing homelessness, basically trying to get them re-entering society from prison, or if they're just battling with addiction or just trying to get back on their feet, they come alongside of them with career coaching, resume writing, job searching, and then this is what they do. They hook them up with a fresh suit and so and a bus pass and they prepare them for that job interview they suit them up so they're ready to go and be prepared when they go into that job interview they have the confidence that they need and so we'll be talking about what they've done with that but then here's the next thing they also do they have another program it's called fuel up 
And so they have their fuel packs, and they take snacks and resources from local organizations. This is where we partner with them. Um, but they also partner with us because in the Suda, when people donate suits to Mercy Drops Dream Center, we don't necessarily need those. So I pass them along to get suited, and Jason and his team take those, tailor them to the people, and make them sweet. And, man, it's just the confidence they put behind that. And then the fuel up, giving them snacks, letting them know, is, hey, Snacks in the bag will provide you with enough energy to go out and take the next step. They're right there helping them suit up, fuel up, but then they also offer their third aspect. They help them step up. It's a curriculum that helps the participants not only gain employment, but to retain it. So these are things that is needed in our community. And I mean, they're teaching leadership, character, goal setting, budgeting. This is what's needed. And so I'm just very thankful for Jason, Get Suited, his wife, Misty, and what they do for our community and just giving back to those that are at the rock bottom needing the help. And they say, hey, we're going to here to help you suit up, fuel up, and step up. So let's get that done. So there, he's actually going to be joining us next uh, Wednesday, and so I am ecstatic to have him join us, and so it'll be a great show. Um, and so what I want you to do, I want you to enjoy this next song. When we come back, we're going to be talking about life. Um, we've talked about community. We're going to be talking about life and then a positive impact. But today, I'm going to share with you, you know, I've kind of been soaking in the Proverbs, and so we're going to have a little bit of lesson from Proverbs today, and particularly Proverbs chapter 7. And so when we get back from the song, we'll dive into that, and man, I am looking forward to what God has got in store for you guys. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Right. What we got? How we doing, Miss Mindy? Casting Crowns, December 12th. Oh! They changed in down here, Bobby, because Casting Crowns was up here. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad for social media, too, Mindy. Yes. All right. Good to see you, Brandon. Thanks for tuning in, Minnie. I know it's pretty early out there. What, 9 o'clock? Almost 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, here's the beautiful part. We're going to be talking about Proverbs 7 and just bringing a little bit of, uh, little bit of life. I'm excited. It's going to be challenging, but it's going to be good. So, oh, Mindy, Mindy, Mindy. Oh. I thank you guys. I'm very thankful for you guys coming out and helping out. So, hey, there you go, Brandon. As long as I'm not viewed, I'm still alive. <laughs> but yes, well, we're going to be talking about some Proverbs, and I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely love it. Give a little summary of what it is and learning about it. So hopefully it can be a little added something to your life, and then we can be able to take this into our community and be a positive impact, right? So that's ultimately what we are wanting to do here on the show. So awesome. So Mindy, how's the family doing? What part of uh, California are you guys in now? Was it San Diego? Okay. How far are you? How far is Fresno from Los Angeles? Because I think we're going to be out there in March. Oh, smacking anything up here. 
All right. Well, I have to let you know when we're um, when we're going when we're flying out to Los Angeles to the Dream Center out there. Have you fly? Have you drive down to Comitas? Maybe come come see you. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. The leadership. Well, we were in October, Bobby, but we've uh, didn't have the funds for it, so we had to change. We had to adjust it. I would definitely do that, Mindy. Tune in my inner Sean Connery. Yes. No, I don't have no Sean Connery inside of me because I cannot do that. I have a friend. Well, Hunter can do it. He can. He can do a Russian uh, imitation too. Imitation. Is that right? I don't know what it is. All right. So here's the beautiful part. And I was very thankful for this last night, as I was walking uh, through my neighborhood as it was raining, and uh, just just being thankful that I get the opportunity to be able to share what God is doing personally in my life with you. Um, I don't know if that's good for you. I hope it's good for you. <laughs> so what intrigued me about what I'm going to be talking about today is just, so when I was going through it, when you first read Proverbs, it's very easy just to go over the words and you see it and you're like, ah, okay, Proverbs, wisdom, this is a nugget, you take this and that's it. And you can take like a verse and my son, keep my words and store up my commands with you. Okay, within you. All right. You can literally take that thing, that verse, and hold on to it and be a lot. But when I was going through chapter 7, and, and there's kind of a theme as you go through the first chapters, is it seems like there's this woman out there that is trying to entice, seductive, wayward. You know what I mean? It's just... She's sitting there, and she's just saying, hey, come my way. And then you have wisdom, Holy Spirit at the other thing. So it's, there's this battle. And as I'm reading it, and I'm just like, Lord, open up my eyes to what I'm reading. Um, and so what I want to share with you guys today is just from my perspective. Just through my perspective, through my eyes, with me and my relationship with God. What I'm hoping from it. Is that you'll be like, oh, okay, well, let me check that out. Let me see. And then you go and read it. Holy Spirit speaks to you and, they sh and shows you the truth of what it is and what it is particularly for you. Um, for me, I had to keep going back to this um, because I was just like, wow. And so I'm not going to be able to read the entire chapter. I mean, we could. Um, I mean, maybe I might break it down. I don't know. But uh, what I want you to do is if you've never read this chapter... I'm going to give you a little breakdown, a synopsis of it. And I want you to go back and read it um, because it's a, it's just good, okay? And so, but it's different uh, because it tells of a story. And then when you get the aha moment, you're like, uh-oh, oh, okay, I get you. I get that story, all right? Because here's the thing. 
there's plenty of aha moments in the book of Proverbs when you're like, oh man, that's good, that's good. Oh, wait a second, he's talking about me. I'm that person in that story. <laughs> wait a second. And so this is really where it captures. But before I do that, I want to give you a little setting because I like to give the summary. And I, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to tell you my my flumber. I guess that was, I don't know why I said flumber, but that's my word. My mess up. Um, and so when I'm reading scripture, and you would think this, I just think when I'm reading it, I, I feel as if God's speaking that those words to me. Um, but particularly in, I, I think it's, I think with scripture, period. And I might be corrected on this. I'm not the scholar, you know. But what, what I do is I just, God speak to me. Holy Spirit, show me what your scripture is, okay? Um, sometimes I get a, it, it's good. Sometimes it's, you know, a little, can't necessarily hear you per perfect because I'm the human and I'm messing up my wavelengths. But in this, <clears throat> God, you know, as, I, as I'm reading Proverbs, I'm thinking, well, this is God. So when he says, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. I'm reading this and I'm saying, well, that's God saying, hey, Joe, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Well, God corrected me. He's like, yes, this is my scripture. Yes, I, yes, you can learn from it. Yes, there's wisdom in here. But this is Solomon. This is King Solomon speaking to his son, right? And so I'm like, oh, he goes, you can learn from it. And then, so basically... What I want to apply is what God has been sharing with me. And I shared it with you a couple weeks ago. And I want you to continue, I'm going to continue to talk about it as we continue to go through the book of Proverbs. And if you, have, if you don't remember this, I want you to write this down. There's a couple steps. There's four steps. And they're all pretty much L's except the last one. Um, number one, listen. Right? So as I'm reading the scripture, I need to listen as I'm reading. Listen to what God's saying. Listen to who's, who's, the, who's the actual writer what is the writer writing towards? What's the history of it? You know, I've got to listen and figure out. Look and listen. Like, so for the author, it's King Solomon, right? He's the principal writer of Proverbs. Um, and he collected these and edited these Proverbs other than for his own. But what he did is he's, he shared. He's like, here, and these are for you guys. He pondered and searched out and said in order many of Proverbs. And so it's just, they, some people were like, hey, it might as well be the Proverbs of Solomon. Um, but it's just a book of Proverbs. But the date of writing, like just understanding when it came, is Solomon, when he wrote this, he penned this around 900 B.C. So during his reign as king, the nation of Israel reached its pinnacle spiritually, politically, culturally, and economically. All right? As Israel's repetitions, uh, repetition, <laughs> reputation soared, so did King Solomon's, right? And then everybody's coming to him, and they're basically saying, whoa, speak to us. Speak to us. And basically the purpose of this writing, as you get this, and I love this because we'll talk about this in this, um, but knowledge, you have wisdom and understanding. Wisdom, knowledge, right? Knowledge is nothing more than getting the raw facts, but then wisdom is the ability to see people, events, and situations as God sees them. That's wisdom. And then learning to how to react to it. So number one, we want to listen as we're going through Scripture. Listen as we're going through it. Number two, we want to look. Look. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading and I'm listening. Challenging. I know. 
You're going to be reading, but as you're reading, listen to God. As you're reading, listen to God. As you're reading, look for God. Now, this isn't a actual reading. So as you're reading the words, you want to listen to God. As you're reading the words, you want to look for God. As you're reading the words, you want to learn what you're reading. And then as you learn what you're reading, because learning is you just got that knowledge, right? But then learning to apply it is wisdom. Learning when to apply it and where to apply it. So we're going to dive in. And it, the whole title is going to throw you off because and this is what threw me off. And I'm like, God, why are you? It says warning against the adulterous woman. And I'm like, this adulterous woman has like been chasing me all throughout Proverbs. I'm like, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, chapter six, chapter seven. And now, I mean, it's just warning after warning after warning. And I'm like, you've been talking about listening. You've been talking about warning. Something is big here. And so when I'm saying to you, listen, like when I'm reading the scripture, there's a theme that just keeps coming over and over. It's listen, listen, wisdom, guidance, understanding. Can you see? Can you see? Do you see? You're going to see a lot of, can you see? Can you keep? Can you do? There's a lot of doing and seeing in this in these verses as I share them. But as you do that, you got to learn. You listen, you look, and then you learn. Right, And as I'm learning, now I'm at the point where I'm learning and now I'm learning to apply it in my life and now I want to share with you what we're doing. I'm like, Joe, so what's the, what's the scripture, man? Because you just keep talking about it. Well, here it is. So we're going to dive in and I'm going I'm to read, we're going to read the sections, okay? So we're going to do the first section is verses one through three, right? And so this is, this is kind of the beginning. It says, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on your tablet of your heart. So basically what Solomon is saying here is he's saying, Hey, look, hey, yo, whoa, whoa. before you do anything, okay, keep my words. Store them up within you. So how do you keep words? You keep words by storing them up in you, but then by living them out. And if you look at the next, one, next verse, keep my commands and you will live. So if you keep these commands, we will then live. So if you're like, man, I don't feel like I'm living. Well, most likely you're not keeping the commands. <laughs> Sorry to say, but that's about as blunt as it could be, right? It shouldn't be that. Well, it is. And it says, guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Or as in another text, it says, guard my teachings as you would guard your eye. Like, I don't want nothing going in my eye. I'm protecting of my eye. Watch out what's going in my eye. And he's saying, guard them. And then bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. He's basically saying, okay, keep them. Storm up in you. Keep my commands and you live. Guard my teachings. Guard the way you guard your eye. Put them around your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. He's basically saying, dress yourself with my commands. And his commands are what God's commands, right? But he's speaking to his son, right? He's sharing it with them. So I'm stepping back and just saying, okay, he's speaking to his son, but what can I learn from this? 
Okay, great. So that's the first three verses. Now you want to look at four and five, verses four and five. Because then you have a little tilt here where it's saying, now we're going to be like relatives, right? And it says, say to wisdom, you are my sister. And to insight, you are my relative. Like you're family to me. And if if my sister and my relative are family, then wisdom and insight are my family. I want them around me. Because guess what? In verse 5 it says, They will keep you from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words. Here's the thing. When you see adulterous woman, wayward woman, or her seductive words, this is your adversary. I'm not even going to say... I'm not even going to give a proper word. It's going to be your adversary. Whatever is challenging you, whatever is ever coming against you, it's going to be your adversary. It says, if you say to wisdom and insight, you are my family, you are my relative, how do you treat your relatives? Because right here, (laughs) the scripture is saying, you should treat your relatives like their wisdom and insight. And then you should treat wisdom and insight like they're your relatives. Well, here's the problem. If you don't treat your relatives and your sister good, huh, okay. I mean, there's a lot of stuff breaking down, and we're just in five verses, and I still got 22 more verses to go. So I'm not going to scare you with all the reading of the verses, but what I want you, I'm going to break them down into little sections, okay? So we had one through three, telling you what to do. Keep your words. Store them up within you. Keep my commands and you'll live. Guard them as you guard your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. You need this because if you don't do that, because you know if you ain't doing that, you're not going to be saying the wisdom and insight, hey, you're my sister, you're my relative, come on in. You're my family, I want you in. You know, we listen to them. We, we should be listening to our family. We should be listening to our relative because it'll keep us from our adversary sinful things okay and then if you break down verses 6 through 20 this is i'm not going i'm a, i'm a sh- i'm a read it but i'm not going to break it down i want you to read this and i'm going to encourage you to go home today at some point and read this because what you're about to listen to i'm about to read to you is every single one of our lives and what I want you to do is, I, as I state this story, I want you to put yourself in place of the young man. Okay? So wherever you're at right now, think of yourself, with, regardless of what it is, male, female, whatever, she, he, them, they, we're just looking at a, a person, okay? A young person, okay? So verse 6 through 20, that's what I want you to hear as I read this, Okay? So at the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed a young man, a youth who had no sense. Listen to that part. He was going down the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house. At twilight, as the day was fading, and as the dark of night set in, So you already know right now, we already know someone's in the wrong place at the wrong time. You shouldn't be down there. We already know that. I don't even have to say anything, and you already know what's going on. Then out came a woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute and with crafty intent. And don't don't get all spiritual on me talking about, oh my gosh, here we go, dressed like a prostitute. What is he talking about? I'm reading scripture. 
And what I'm saying is this is us. So as I read this, let's get past the words and let's look at the depth of it that Jesus is actually speaking to us. Then came out the woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute with crafty intent. She is unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, at every corner she lurks. She took hold of him and kissed him, and with a brazen face she said, Today I have fulfilled my vows, and I have food for my fellowship offering at home. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you and have found you. I have covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. Here's where it gets real wrong. My husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money and will not be home till full moon. Now, if you and me, and if you just sit back and look at your life, you can look at this and you'd be like, wow, this is a tempting aspect. Because what happened was I shouldn't have been in the spot. Then I didn't leave. And then what she does, she went to her next step. She took her next step. She did exactly what she needed to do because she did exactly what my heart, that is a rebel part, wants. I know none of you experienced this, but she's unruly and defiant. I know Joe wants to be unruly and defiant sometimes in my life. So when I see that, part of me goes, yeah, I want to be that. Oh, man, I want to get involved with that. And then you look at what happens in verse 14. It goes even deeper. And it just, it, it wraps you up. The adversary wraps you up. Sin wraps you up. And what I just see is, is God, as I keep reading this and spend time with it, God just says, as you keep going, watch how the it just starts. She just continues to grasp you until you can't let go. And God's saying, don't do that, right? With persuasive words, she led him astray. So right here, just with that thought in verse 21 going through 23, with persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. What happens here is the reason verse 21 is happening is because we haven't said no yet. I haven't walked away. I am still enticed by what is on the street. I'm still enticed by my adversary because now my adversary is meeting the things inside of me that wants to be unruly, it wants to be defiant. You know, I want to. I want to be free. I want to have freedom. Freedom ain't necessarily the greatest thing ever, because there's a price that comes with freedom. And if you're not ready for that freedom, you're gonna pay a hefty price. And when she says, "Today I fulfilled my vows," that means she did what she did, what she had to do, and she got you. She did everything to make it. And then she even in verse 19. And if you're reading this. Her words were so persuasive that he's still here when she mentions my husband is not at home. At that moment, we all hear when we're all in, the, our adversary is coming at us, the sinful part is coming. We have this opportunity to leave. Every moment, every single one of you are knowing what I'm talking about when we're there. We have a moment to leave. 
we either do or we don't. And you know the ones, the ones us that have stayed. You know when you hear my husband is at home, you know you are done. You know it in your mind. You know I've stayed too long. I am here, and I'm gone because I've waited and I've stuck around. And what's happened is her persuasive words have led me astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. All at once, he followed her. Listen to this. This is where Jesus said, Joe, this is real right here. This is what's going to happen if you stand around and let her entice you. Instead of when she comes, say, you know what? I'm going to take that thought. I'm going to capture it. I'm going to throw it to God. And I'm not even going to worry about it because Jesus has got it. When we don't do that and we entertain and we entertain and we keep entertaining, this is what happened. All at once, he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose, till an arrow pierces his liver like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. Now here's where I've been. I've been that person. Not knowing that it was going to cost me my life. I have every single day. Now this, this to me, because some of my sin is sexual, that I've dealing with my addictions and, and my drug addictions from my past that I deal with, this... This was almost, I, this is just like every single night. And still today, to this day, I have to hear that and I have to walk away. Because what I have to do is what he says in verse 24, 25, and 27, or 24 through 27. He says, now then, my sons, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her paths. Many are the victims she has brought down. Her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the highway to the grave, leading down the chambers of death. Now you may say, Joe, well, well, that is not positive. That's not giving me life right now. Well, what I wanted to do is I wanted to break down and share with you what sin looks like. And in a nice little uh, story, a description of what it looks like. If you do verses 1 through 3, 4 and 5, it will keep you away from the adulterous woman, from the wayward way woman with her seductive words. But if you don't, continue down the path. Verse, verses 6 through 20, and watch what happens is verse 20 through 23. It will eventually cost you your life. My encouragement today, to you, to myself, we have a community that needs us and I say needs us because they need us where we followers, disciples of God our community needs disciples that are following Jesus, living like he has called us to be and paying attention to what he says because if our lives look like those in the world then what has set us apart? I haven't been set apart but I have been set apart. God has set me apart. 
do I live in that being set apart and be that's where I find my life or am I going to struggle in that understanding that man I've been set apart but I really want what they have I want what the old life has but that's not what we need that'll bring you death but if you want to live he says keep my commands and you will live in other words let's learn from what King Solomon is saying if we keep the commands of God we will live so let's listen let's look let's learn and then learn to apply because see if we learn to apply this if I learn to not go down that road if I learn to keep away from the adulterous woman the wayward woman with her seductive words if I stay away from that if I bind his words to my heart, I write them on my, my the tablet, I write them on the tablet of my heart, if I bind them to my fingers, if I'm guarding his teachings, if I'm doing all of this, then I can turn around and be a positive impact for our community. But if I'm struggling in this, going right down the, the road I'm not supposed to be going down as a disciple of God, then I'm making it even worse. And I'm not bringing hope alive to people. And so that's my hope for us today, that we will dive into this and say, God, wow, I see where I've done that. I've seen where I walked down that street and I saw her. Because if you go in verse 8, and I think before it talks about wisdom is crying out from the corners of the street at the intersections. So every intersection that you come to in life, Holy Spirit is crying out to you saying, hey, come this way. Don't go that way. Come this way. And we have an opportunity to listen. So here, I'm going to tune in to, here's an opportunity for you guys at Mercy Drops Dream Center. I want to encourage you guys, we have 70 plus opportunities for you guys to volunteer. We have concerts that are coming up. We have Vanguard Bible that has some uh, classes that are going to be huge for you. Christmas in Portsmouth is here. Adventure Church is launching their uh, block party this weekend. Trunk or treats, so if you're out there, come on out. And then Get Suited is going to be here next Wednesday. So it's absolutely going to be an amazing time. But here's my thing. When we go out and we, we're signing up the volunteer to change the community, we're going out to these concerts, we're learning, we're helping others. Let's focus on ourselves and make sure that we're right going out living in our community. Making sure that we're in that struggle living with God. Because see, it's not about being perfect. It's about living the life. And the life is going to be up and down. What I found out is people love a real person, not someone that's always right. Right? And that's from Craig Rochelle. I didn't say it correctly, but that's my little thing. They'd have someone that's real. They'd rather follow someone that's real than someone that's always right. And that's what I choose to do because I'm actually, I don't always get it right. So I just got to go with being real. But let's be real because when we're real, we can bring about a positive impact because our life is being changed and we're out in the community making a huge difference. Guys, I love you. Look forward to next week and get suited. Jason's going to be here and it's going to be a great time. Until then, make sure you're going out being a positive impact in our community. Allow God to change you and let's go, let's go meet the needs of our community and love on our peoples. Love you guys and we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to guys. Yes, we will definitely shoot our dates to you, Mindy. Oh, Brandon, hopefully one of these days we can get you out there, buddy. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Remember to text lunch, the word lunchbox to 
7030 to win a chance to get a free lunch on me. Love you guys. Have a great week.